Welcome into episode 31 of The Bluest Tape. I'm Harvey Couch alongside Jeff Kolak. Jeff, do you know what you're going as for Halloween? I think I'll do my usual costume, which is uh, passively disinterested in with beverage in hand following sun around local neighborhood dad. How about that? You pull that off pretty well, and you do that. <laughs> you do about four of those five things on this podcast. <laughs> pretty pretty much i do four of those five things most every day um how about you what are you what are you what are you going as this year um i'm not sure we went to a costume party last weekend and uh i was i, I put on my my cubs jersey and got some eye black and put on a baseball hat and carried a baseball bat around and so mm. i was a baseball player but uh that was just because i had to wear that to to get entrance into the costume party um i don't know that i'm gonna i'll probably wear your costume on halloween night not a big uh not a big halloween guy um i am i am not i I am a big fan of going to concerts on halloween but not Mm -hmm. so much uh i always begrudgingly wore some you know quote-unquote costume i had a charlie brown shirt that i wore a few years to panic (laughs) panic halloween it's like it counts it counts right (laughs) Yes, dress is your favorite song, right? Right. So, um, so yeah. So this is the week before Halloween. Next week's episode will come out on Halloween proper. So, of course, we are going to celebrate uh, that holiday just like the band does. So we will be playing Halloween selections next week. But uh, this week, since it's the week before Halloween, we are going to do sort of a Halloween eve episode yeah and i think panic has a really strong track record of playing really hot shows just before halloween um they always build up build momentum um heading into those runs and obviously we'll be talking about stuff during the hauser era and even when halloween wasn't a thing like it became later on i mean halloween really didn't become a thing till what 95 I would um, yeah, in, I would say ninety five was probably the first big sort of blowout, and then maybe like ninety six was the year that it sort of went to the next level, you know. And I, and I guess when they started playing the classic rock covers is to me when it sort of it took on a different, um, you know, a different. It was just a different type of thing at that point. I guess the the earliest Halloween show that I probably have paid a lot of attention to and spent a lot of time with is probably ninety two. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's that great video right from the Georgia theater of that show. Yeah. Yeah. No. And there's some awesome, you know, play black Sab- Sabbath. And yes. Then yeah, exactly. Maybe the greatest encore of all time. Lawyers, guns and money, sweet leaf, maggot brain, coconut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's a strong contender. Uh, definitely not a flip the bird encore that night. No. Um, it, uh, but yeah, I think, you know, the selections that we have for this episode, um, you know, from 93, um, 97, uh, 99 and 2000 really show, you know, strong shows before. And in some, I wouldn't say are, are either. No, I mean, I, I won't say, I'll say none of the four shows we're playing tonight are maybe better than the Halloween shows. Although the mm-hmm. first one maybe is a strong contender, the Nampa Idaho show from 93. Yeah. So that's how I don't, yeah, I don't think any of them maybe are quite as good as the ones that follow, but they are all above your average you know they definitely were ramping up at that point so um we're going to start off with the show that you just referenced which is uh from the civic center in nampa idaho this is um 
the night before Halloween in 1993, and they're um, pretty much smack dab in the middle of this run of um, what, 14 shows in 14 days, uh, starting from October 21st, 1993, from uh, in Lawrence, Kansas, and they go from Kansas to Colorado to Utah, to Montana, to Wyoming, to Idaho, to Montana, to Washington, to Oregon, and all of that without taking a single day off. So um, there are some great shows in that stretch. The the uh, Jackson-Wyoming show the night before this, 1029, is really good, uh, as is the, the Lawrence, Kansas show that kicks off that run, 1021. This show in Nampa is really good. Obviously, the Halloween show in Missoula is really good. The Seattle show on Eleven One is really good. Um, this is a great. This is a great stretch of shows. I think we need. This is the first time we've touched on this run, right, on the mm-hmm. podcast. I think um, we have a whole episode set aside for a future. Yeah, I'd, I'd like uh, to spend some more time uh, in these shows, but um, we'll we'll kick things off here on our Halloween Eve um, episode, and this is. Uh, from the Civic Center in Nampa, Idaho. It was a one-set show the night before Halloween. And um, we will uh, pick things up uh, about halfway through the set. Shattering away. 
was drying up Song still trickling down Between the street corner Always had to touch Always had to touch Always had to touch Swears his mother
Hello, Nampa. A little bitty, bitty, bitty piece of it. All right. Widespread panic at the Civic Center in the second largest city in the state of Idaho, Nampa, Idaho. I bet you all didn't know that. Uh, October 30th, 1993, uh, right towards the end of this single set show, uh, Rock into Hatfield into Junior. And this show is notable for a couple reasons. Um, Harvey, we were talking about before, this was probably one of the better sounding tapes that we probably first got our hands on. Um, I think it was one of this show and then the next show in, in Missoula I probably had right away after I started getting into the band. Um, but this one is notable because it was the first time is free and the last uh, first let's get the show on the road again uh, since about 1990 it looks like. But also a very interesting name for a band uh, opener, House of Hoi Polloi, which... I, <laughs> I really kind of wonder what that band sounded like. So mm-hmm. man, I might have to uh, Google machine that one after we get done here tonight. Yeah. Um, this is a, yeah, I, this is definitely one of the best sounding tapes I had, uh, you know, analog style. In fact, I think it was so good. I think I used an XL two S on it, you know, so Ooh. it was like, it was, you know, like XL two S worthy. Um, and, and, um, but this is a great segment. I think I love, uh, I think I've talked earlier about like how much I love rock from sort of early to mid nineties when JB is like just sort of all over their slide. And at the end, like about four and a half minutes in, I think, and he's just like, I mean, it is so loud and he's just going Mm -hmm. back and forth on the slide. It's, It's kind of psychedelic. It's cool. I like it. And then, um, the Hatfield is really cool. There's a, I don't know if it was a rap or what, but like he seemed like he was singing lyrics to another song, or maybe it was just sort of he was making stuff up. I forget what the words were, but I noted that it was you know different than than something that I you know than I had ever heard before. So um, that was cool. And then I love uh, at the end of Junior when just, I'm not sure who said it, but somebody was just like, "Hello, Nampa." <laughs> <laughs> always used to say that so um yeah this is a great uh great show in the middle of a great run and um they definitely were were getting warmed up for the next night in uh in missoula and um like you said first time is free and then the next night is when they you know they play time is free again sort of uh as one of the big um corner you know keystones of the of the halloween show so um yeah so nampa idaho 1993 um where are we going next? We'll jump ahead uh, four years to this is I th- this is one of my favorite shows, maybe ever, um, and that is uh, the night before Halloween, nineteen ninety seven. So um, they played a really nice two show run in Tallahassee, and then Tupelo's really not on the way from Tallahassee to New Orleans. It's got to take a pretty pretty northerly route to get up there. But uh, they stop at the Tupelo Coliseum. And, um, of course, being the birthplace of the king. And um, they don't play any Elvis covers, though. I don't know why. Um, but they uh, they play a really great show. Both both sets are really solid. The set list is great the entire night. Um, and then, But I think we probably have chosen the best selection from this show. And it's, a, it's again, it's sort of... I did not go to Halloween and for the first time until the next year, until 1998. But I remember um, 
looking at set lists on Spreadnet and seeing the set list from Tupelo, and I was like, really? They played this the night before Halloween? Mm-hmm. Um, and so to me, it's one of those really great examples of sort of the pre-Halloween set list dump in some ways. Um, but also like for those that are out on the road and on their way from wherever to on their way to new Orleans, um, they certainly got themselves a, a, a pretty good preview of what was going to come the next night. Cause it's a, it's a great show. They definitely saved plenty. They, they knew what they needed to do in new Orleans and then they, you know, l- unloaded everything else in Tupelo. Um, work backwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is a great show. It, I sort of like, I kind of maybe, I feel like it's sort of like a, Similar to the uh, Spartanburg 95 show, the mm-hmm. 1230 95, the night before New Year's. I love that make a New Year's show because it's sort of just like all the hits and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but the Spartanburg is like a little more out there maybe. And, you know, it's got a, I don't know. I just feel like they there's parallels between this Tupelo show and that Spartanburg show. But, um, yeah, so we are, uh, we're what? A little bit into the second set, pick things yep. up here. Yep, and let's uh, let's get started with the Whitehead Panic, Tupelo, Mississippi, October thirtieth, nineteen
1997 from the Tupelo Coliseum in Tupelo, Mississippi. The night before Halloween, you heard from the middle of the second set, Chili Water into Mercy, back into Chili Water. There's some uh, crazy stuff going on in this sandwich. Yeah, it is. These, these are songs that go really well together. They fit perfectly. Um, Mercy is always a welcome addition to any set, but um, a lot of darkness in, in that song period, but when even Chili, Chili's heavy panic, but it's typically, I wouldn't put it in the dark side of, uh, of, of the catalog, but man, you put, you put Mercy anywhere near it and it definitely changes, <laughs> changes what, what happens with the band, you know? And I think it's just, it takes on a, takes on a dif- different level of intensity a lot of times. There's a, you can almost tell that there's like a, uh... A, you know, a reaction from the crowd uh, once they realize that they're going into mercy, that it's just like, Whoa, boy, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like just uh, didn't expect it to go there. Sort of, you know, I guess we're, we I guess we're in for it. We talked about a little bit when Ted was on the last couple of weeks. Um, we didn't really, we talked about, it, I guess more offline, but the, you know, Midwestern panic and, and that type type of thing. One of the things I love about, southern shows and shows with knowledgeable fans is the reaction for songs like mercy like mm-hmm. when people cheer when they hear mercy is right. like yes <laughs> I'm, I'm on your side uh, i'm with her <laughs> yeah basically because that doesn't happen all the time and it's not a song that um really it, I, I love it it's one of my favorite songs that they do so it's always fun to hear yeah like you said people's reaction to it it's because they i think you're right it's sort of like this is go this has become interesting Mm -hmm. not just good but it's become interesting which is um, can't always say that for 
some of the stuff that Panic has done over the years. So, so if Anyways. you if you've never listened to the show, definitely go back and listen to the whole thing. It is good from start to finish, um, even though it may be slightly outshined by its by the show the next night. It is definitely worth definitely worth visiting. So, um, we will uh, we'll continue with our. Um, our theme of shows before Halloween. We're going to jump ahead a couple years to uh, 1999. And one of the few Taft Theater shows that you probably didn't have an attendant, correct? Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I can't remember exactly how it went down, but, you know, I, I was most likely on either on my way to New Orleans or, you know, like packing and couldn't be bothered by going to the, up to Cincinnati. I, I think I, you know, I certainly regretted it. Um, you know, I remember looking at the set list being like, Oh, you know, we didn't miss anything major, you know? Um, <laughs> but definitely going back and listening to it. And, and this segment that we're playing tonight for sure, that it is, uh, there was some good stuff. They were, they were ramping up. And, um, as much as I love those, these next three nights, uh, I like front arena. There's there's some good stuff here from the Taft. I think there was. I think my the crew that I was traveling with, and we left from where we were in school up in Wisconsin. We left on the 28th and drove um, to get down to New Orleans in time for the show on the first night. There was. I, w- I will say that there was audible slash visible disappointment when the when this set list came across, um, only because airplane and I think tire shoes. Um, were, were, were big favorites amongst our group. Yeah. Um, but this whole show is really good. You missed a good one. Um, and again, sort of two songs that show up in set lists and typically they're pretty good indications of where we're headed. Galleon opener. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our song we just got done waxing poetic about mercy out of drums um, and into cream puff war, uh, which is pretty strong. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah. It's, it's decent. Um, you know, it's, and a flip, but, but a flip the bird encore though. <laughs> oh yeah, just the one porch. song, port song. They had to get out of town. They had to get That's down right. down to New Orleans. Um, yeah, the uh, the thing that has always stuck out to me, you know, because going they did what? How many three night runs in New Orleans? Uh, I guess three. You know, with Hauser ninety, you know, ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one, um, yeah. that. Uh, I don't know that they ever played airplane at Lakefront Arena with Mikey. You know, and you would always like when you had a three three night run. It was like by the time you got to the end, you're like, okay, well, what's left, right? You know, well, you know, you're gonna get chili, or you know, the porch, or all time low, or you know, whatever it is. And um, and I can remember like being like, oh, you know, we're gonna get an airplane this year on Halloween, and we just never did. So. You're, um, you're right. We never did. Yeah, it's just it's kind of interesting. Um. Anyway, so um. You want to guide the guide the good people to to what we're gonna be? Sure. So we're gonna to. go right at the end of the first set. Um, very strong way to close. Uh, again, a really good first set. Um, overall, we're gonna start with a about a twelve and a half minute version of of airplane. So let's get it started. Thank you. 
All right, Widespread Panic at the Taft Theater in Cincinnati, Ohio, October 27th, 1999. The show before the shows, uh, closing out the first set with Airplane into Christmas Katie into Traveling Light. Um, this I'm not always, I mean, I like Traveling Light, it's fine, but rarely do I hear one that like stands out, you know, but this is one definitely that was like, man, they're really kind of bringing it taking it to the next level. Uh, I definitely enjoy the traveling light here. Um, I love the Taft. It's such a cool place. If you've never been, I highly recommend it. I saw the mule there for Halloween, um, a few years ago. And, uh, it reminded me how much I liked it. It's just like, it's like pretty much every, not every, but you know, it's a nice old theater. Um, but it's just kind of more intimate and just smaller than you know the palace or the murad or anything like that and uh it just everything's just a little more on top of it on top of the stage and i I really like that i like the taft a lot um i've not been there but obviously uh you've been there several times you've seen panic there several times and and the pictures look really nice online so you know it's it looks like a good place you should find you should find a reason to go um, all right, so let's go into the final selection for the night, one that I thought that you had cut from the set list, but as it turns out, you my, had to actually as a cut pow- something my, else. My power-hungry set list cutting that I, that I do every week. And I was partially offended because it probably is the only time that I'm ever, ever going to suggest that we play Blue Indian on this show. <laughs> so that's why I was like, really? The one time this fits? Right. Um, but we're going to jump ahead a year to uh, the year 2000, and we've talked a lot about Fall Tour 2000 and, and how big of fans we are of it and how I will make the statement that it's the last great tour. Um, but we will um, focus on the show before the three-night run in New Orleans, which, of course, takes place before Halloween. Um, the week of the way the calendar fell, Halloween was on a Tuesday, and they chose to do Austin City Limits um, sans costumes, but uh, they treated the 27th, 28th, 29th like the Halloween weekend. Um, of course, that we all know how amazing a run that is, and we'll talk about that next week. But this is a show that in, uh, in the uh, pre-show research phase of, of the Bluest Tape, I listened to all the way through thinking, oh, pre- you know, rock, chili water, stop, go, bow-legged, space wrangler in the second set. Like, there's probably something out of that. And like literally stopped what I was doing at work and went back and turned my speakers up loud and listened to this probably three times in the last couple of weeks. Um, and again, I want us to play Blue Indian, Harvey. And this is this is a really great selection from the first set. And it is one of those things. It's a prime example of you can't just think a show is going to be a certain way because of how it looks on paper.
October 25th, 2000, from the Bayfront Arena in St. Petersburg, Florida. The show before the three shows at Lakefront Arena, where they celebrated Halloween. You heard uh, from the first set, Tallboy into Blue Indian into Walkin', which on paper, not exactly your traditional heavy hitters. But Jeff, you uh, you big fan of this segment. Yeah, I mean... 12, 12 minute tall boy, nine minute blue Indian, um, just really great playing, you know, really intense, uh, creative, you know, segues, um, or, or creative jam, I guess for the, for, for the tall boy. Um, and tall boy is a song again, I don't, it's, it, it's not one that I would ever really request, but it's a good song. It's a fun song, but I love this version cause it just goes in a different direction. Um, and kind of, and, and just goes in places you, you really didn't think it would it, it would or could go so it's a great it's a great version of Tallboy Blue Indian even is, it's is an ex, is extended and, and goes a little further out and the walk-in is, is really great and I should have timed the pause but the pause yeah. is inordinately, inordinately long it was know? I noticed that it was super long and I was I was kind of expecting that like they would do you know I was I was half expecting JoJo to do the synthesizer because it seemed like that was <laughs> that was where because where it was going to come in, but uh-huh. it was more of a traditional you know start back. But um, yeah, this is a, this is a really good. I'm glad that you found this because I I don't think I would have. Um, the other thing I noted about this show, just looking at the Everyday Companion, is that it had had six songs with the, where the last time played were was over ten shows, but it wasn't. They weren't exactly quote unquote bust outs it was like better off hadn't been played in 28 shows jack hadn't been played in 15 littlekin hadn't been played in 28 she caught the katie 13 shows it's like do you think that they had already mapped out the set lists for halloween the whole run and then they were just basically looked at what was left and then said oh you know well, here's some that we haven't played in a while and just just dumped them into the set list I think that's probably part of it. It's also part probably like, oh, we haven't played yet. Haven't played this yet in fall tour. Right. Like it, they'd reached that point of the tour where it was yeah. every time to start, you know, pulling stuff out. Yeah. But, you know, in terms of, I mean, little kin better off. She caught the Katie. I mean, not throwing shade at those songs, I guess, but they're really not Halloween run material, mm-hmm. I guess. Okay. Um, that's just my opinion. Sure. But, but they also. I play. think you did actually just throw shade at the song. <laughs> maybe, maybe I did. Sorry. <laughs> um, but they also play Willie or Willie Worry Rock Chili Water. Um, you know, Stop Go Bowlegged, Space Wrangler, um, all stuff that is, is pretty strong and obviously Chili for sure. So it shows up in the uh, in the Halloween run. So, um, but yeah, good show overall. Highly recommend you check out the whole thing. So. Well, that brings this epi- episode to a close, uh, episode 31, um, Halloween Eve. Harvey, any closing thoughts for the fine folks at home? Um, no, I mean, I enjoyed looking, uh, you know, sort of digging through these shows um, and seeing where they were in the different uh, at the different points in their career as they ramped up to, to Halloween. Uh, there's, I knew that there was some good stuff there, but had never sort of put it all together like we did this week and so that was uh that was cool I'm, I'm glad we got to to check it out um i'm looking forward to next week though halloween might have some tricks might have some treats we i don't know we'll have to see um 
but appreciate everybody joining um telling your friends about it uh we appreciate all the feedback uh hit us up on twitter um or on facebook and um bluestape.com and uh yeah keep listening and uh and tell tell everybody you know and uh and we'll keep we'll keep doing it so uh jeff appreciate your time and uh everybody get dressed up and we'll talk to you next week on halloween